Building a strong foundation for Christian kids starts from infancy, or even before in the womb. And with simple actions like connecting Jesus to their needs, praying and reading the Bible together, and fostering self-control through consistent discipline, all of this helps to create a routine that will become second nature as they grow and help them to have a foundation in Christ. And again, as always, it's never too early and it's never too late. Today, we're gonna to talk about how we can start building that foundation, starting when your children are wee little ones. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I enjoy bringing this information to you. I hope you find it beneficial. If you do, please leave us a review, rate us and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts because that helps us to get found by other people as well. I want to go back in time and talk about something I've talked about before, but I just think it's so important. And it's about preparing the soil and how we can prepare this soil so that we can start our children off strong and building a foundation upon soil that is rich, meaning that when we plant biblical wisdom into our children's hearts and minds, it involves growing deep roots into their hearts, and it helps us to build that foundation when they're young and then build upon the foundation later. You know, this makes it easier when you have teenagers later on, if you start really early. And I was happy to go to a baby shower the other day, and it's so much fun to see the new mother with her belly sticking out and everybody just so excited for her. And, but I noticed there was not a lot of gifts or items that would help her raise her child to have a foundation in Christ or to know about Christ. There was just a few of us who, who brought gifts like that. And so I want to talk today again briefly about what we can do for infants and babies. And, and did you know that when an infant cries or babies cry, the other infants start to cry in sympathetic distress. If you're a young mom, you might have seen this happen, maybe some of the classes you've attended with your small children. When one baby starts to cry, they all start to cry. So from the beginning of life, infants are sensitive to the distress of others, especially when they're hungry or they're tired. And they also express joy when their needs are being met. So one thing you can do is when you're breastfeeding or you're bottle feeding your infant, connect the moment of their needs being met with the name of Jesus. My hairdresser was over my house the other day and she was feeding her little boy who's six months now. And as she was feeding him, she was saying to him, Jesus loves you, Valentino. Jesus cares about Valentino. And Valentino loves Jesus. She says Jesus's name a lot when she's playing, when she's feeding. She's connecting those moments of his needs being met with the name of Jesus. Also, when she plays with him and he's giggling, she'll say, Jesus loves Valentino being happy. Mommy loves Valentino being happy. She's connecting the name of Jesus with his emotions. Also, we can sing songs about Jesus. Remember, this is the time when you're preparing the soil. And even do this when you're pregnant because the baby can hear you. Write down how many times you say the word mommy or daddy to your infant or preschooler. 
you should be saying the name of Jesus just as much, if not more. This is how you're building that foundation of love between your child for you and your child for Jesus. And, you know, after all, you want their heavenly father to be a strong part of their life and that you want them to call on the name of the Lord long after you leave this world. You know, when I was a child, I never knew a time that I audibly asked Jesus into my heart because my mother always talked about him. I knew who he was. I knew what he did for me. I knew he loved me. And I knew my mother loved him. And we had a big picture of Jesus hanging in our front room was the biggest picture over all the family pictures. And she would say to me daily, we need to pray to Jesus. We need to thank him for taking care of us. We need to show him we love him. We need to be like him. So from very early in my life, I loved Jesus and I believed in him. From birth to two years, children learn through the world, through their senses and manipulation of objects. So learning comes from imitation. They love to imitate the adults in their lives. I remember my daughter, when she was young, she would wear my shoes every day, and I would have to put back my closet, almost every pair of shoes I own, but she loved to dress up and play and look like mommy. She'd bring my purses out. It was, it was so cute, so adorable. I have videos, I show her, she laughs. It's just adorable. But they want to do what you do. They want to be like you. So does your two-year-old see you bowing your head at the dinner table to pray? Or are you too busy to say even grace that day? You know, he will imitate his, his head by bowing to pray when he sees you. And then maybe at the next time you sit down for dinner, he will automatically bow his head to pray. This is what we just love to see our children do. Take the initiative to remember what they see us do, and they do it on their own. Each day, take a few minutes to make sure your child sees you praying and reading your Bible or worshiping Jesus or singing songs to Jesus. The more you do this, the more they will want to do it as well. Then you have helped your child build a daily routine that one day will become second nature to them. I remember my daughter when she was little, she said, Mommy, time to pray and read my Bible. And she'd bring out her little kitty Bible with her. And it was music to my ears. At age two, it's time to teach them how to say no to themselves and yes to you, developing self-control and self-discipline. Even though they may not understand the meaning of the word no, it's still hard for them to stop doing the things they are instructed to do. But be consistent. We know that no is their favorite word. Praise them when they do something that shows restraint. For example, my daughter knew she couldn't have the candy out of the candy dish, but I kept watching her trying to go back and getting a piece of that candy. And she just wouldn't do it. And so I just told her how proud I was when she was little that she was obeying and listening to what mommy was telling her to do and that Jesus was happy because he was watching her being obedient. Bring Jesus into every situation, even if it's through worship, through prayer, and through discipline. And during playtime, make it a fun time. Invite Jesus in during that playtime. Act out the situation with their teddy bears. And speaking of teddy bears, I have to let you know that we finally are getting our scripture bear in stock, hopefully in September. And this is an adorable, soft, cuddly teddy bear. When you press his ears or his hands, he repeats eight Bible verses. 
hey, if little ones have to have a teddy bear, why not have a teddy bear that teaches them Bible verses? It is so cute. So come to our website so you will see when that bear will be released, hopefully in time for Christmas, before Christmas. Again, these are just some of the things you can do when your children are little to help start building that strong foundation. You know, by the age of five, 90% of their brain has developed. They have empathy, sympathy, and they comprehend language. And, you know, a six-month-old understands more than he can verbalize. This is the time to create that vocabulary and categories in their minds that are all about Jesus and his word. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Do you hope and pray your child will have a strong foundation in Jesus? Are you afraid they will fall away due to the ever-increasing rejection of Christianity? 40% of children walk away from their faith during elementary and middle school. What can you do to help instill godly morals and biblical principles that will last a lifetime? Listen to the Raising Christian Kids podcast a weekly 10 to 15 minute long podcast for parents, grandparents, teachers, ministry leaders, and all who are raising the next generation of warriors for Christ. Let's be equipped and empowered. After all, it is about the salvation of our children and the preservation of Christianity. For more information, visit us at RaisingChristianKids.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.